welcome to the Upgrade the World podcast. I'm your host, Josh, and today we're going to talk about the Lightning Network. Before we get started, if you aren't familiar with the blockchain or Bitcoin, I highly recommend you go back and listen to episodes two and three to have a good foundation for understanding the Lightning Network. For all the properties of Bitcoin that are essential to it succeeding as a store of value, when it comes to being used as an electronic payment system as envisioned by its creator, Satoshi Nakamoto, there are several issues with the current implementation. In addition to unpredictable transaction fees that can be over $10 per transaction, and transactions taking hours to be confirmed, the real roadblock for Bitcoin having mass adoption for payments is it simply isn't scalable enough to compete with traditional centralized payment systems such as MasterCard, which can support 5,000 transactions per second, or Visa, who processes around 1,700 transactions per second on average, with the ability to support over 24,000 transactions per second. The Bitcoin network, limited by the average block creation time of 10 minutes and the original block size limit of 1 megabyte, can support at most 7 transactions per second. For Bitcoin to ever be viable as a currency, these challenges would need to be addressed. Enter the Lightning Network. The Lightning Network is a decentralized network using smart contract functionality in the blockchain to enable instant payments across a network of participants. A smart contract is self-executing code that carries out a set of instructions which are then verified on the blockchain. The Lightning Network is what's called a second layer or layer 2 protocol built on top of Bitcoin's primary or layer 1 blockchain. The Lightning Network works by using three main technologies, nodes, gossip, and payment channels. A node is a machine running a Lightning Network implementation that does two main things. It establishes channels with other nodes and gossips about those channels. Gossip is a routing protocol that lets multiple nodes easily and reliably talk to each other on the network. To understand how the payment channels work, it's helpful to reference the scenario of opening a tab at a bar. In that scenario, you give your credit card to the bartender in exchange for drinks. You probably want more than one drink, and since there's a cost per transaction to the bartender, they don't charge your card for each drink. Instead, a list of transactions is maintained, and only when you are ready to close out your tab does the bartender charge your card. This arrangement is not risky to the bartender because they can charge your card at any time, in the event you were to wander off to another location without first settling your tab. Payment channels work similarly. For example, if Alice wants to send Bitcoin to Bob, a payment channel is opened by Alice, and a cryptocurrency wallet is funded by Alice using a funding transaction that is broadcast to the blockchain. The wallet Alice funded is a two-person multi-signature wallet, which simply means it requires two parties to agree before the Bitcoin can be withdrawn. Suppose Alice set a budget of 10,000 sats for the most she wants to pay Bob for drinks in this particular outing at the bar. Alice's funding transaction will contain the 10,000 sats for her and a zero sat balance for Bob. When Alice is ready to order her first drink, she will send a commitment transaction that grants her 9,000 sats and Bob 1,000 sats, 
and both Alice and Bob will receive a copy of that transaction and sign it. However, since Alice intends to buy more drinks after this first drink, they do not broadcast the transaction to the blockchain. Instead, they will both keep a running tally of who owns what proportion of the original 10k sat balance, and more transactions can be submitted with Alice buying more drinks. When Alice has had enough drinks, the payment channel can be closed and the final commitment transaction can be broadcast to the blockchain, where it will be confirmed and the transfer of Bitcoin will become final. Suppose Alice is done drinking now, but she's hungry, so she wants some fries from Charlie's restaurant. She doesn't have a payment channel open to Charlie, but Bob does, as him and Charlie transact frequently. Alice could open a payment channel directly with Charlie, but requiring everyone to create channels with everyone else does not solve the scalability problem. It sure would be great if Alice could pay Charlie through Bob's existing payment channel to Charlie. But Alice doesn't know Bob well enough to trust he will deliver her Bitcoin to Charlie. What if Alice sends the Bitcoin to Bob and he keeps the Bitcoin instead of sending it to Charlie? There needs to be a programmatic way to securely facilitate this multi-hop transaction across the network of payment channels. This can be achieved using a hashed time lock contract, or HTLC for short. HTLC works on two concepts, hash lock and time lock. A hash lock is a function that restricts the spending of funds until a cryptographic passphrase known as the pre-image is publicly disclosed. A time lock is a function that restricts the spending of funds until a specific time or block height in the future. An HDLC allows parties to transfer funds and execute conditional, time-bound contracts easily, reducing counterparty risk. Now that we understand HTLC, let's continue with our example. Before Alice can buy fries from Charlie, Charlie will first generate a random number, and it's SHA-256 hash. Then Alice sends the payment for Charlie's fries to Bob, adding the hash Charlie provided and a stipulation in the contract that for Bob to claim the payment, he must present the random number used to generate that hash. Next, Bob uses his payment channel with Charlie to send him 1,000 sats, adding the same condition regarding claiming the payment. Charlie, of course, knows the pre-image and uses it to claim his payment from Bob. In doing so, the pre-image is now made public to Bob and he uses it to finalize his payment from Alice. Using HTLC in payment channels, funds can be transacted from user to user through interconnected payment channels without requiring any level of trust, a process known as network routing. In solving the scalability issues of Bitcoin, Lightning Network has opened up new possibilities. Since Lightning Network handles transactions off-chain, this allows for peer-to-peer -peer swapping of Bitcoin with other compatible cryptocurrencies without third parties through cross-chain atomic swaps. Because payments can be done so fast and cheap, this makes it feasible for microtransactions or small-value transactions, which have a variety of applications. For example, MicroStrategy offers a solution for corporations to manage employee and customer loyalty using the Lightning Network to reward Bitcoin as incentive for things like gaining certifications, meeting daily exercise goals or step count targets, referring new customers, and contributing to the community. 
Other uses for microtransactions include tipping content creators such as podcasters and also allowing instant in-game payments in video games. The Lightning Network also addresses the pain points of traditional remittance methods, which often involve high fees and long wait times. The lives of millions of people worldwide can be improved by the Lightning Network allowing them quicker and cheaper access to their funds. The Lightning Network allows people to transfer Bitcoin to anyone, anywhere in the world, in milliseconds to seconds for near zero cost. Thanks to the Lightning Network, Bitcoin can handle up to 1 million transactions per second, far surpassing the throughput of both Visa and MasterCard, making Bitcoin the most efficient payment system in the world. While Bitcoin optimizes for security, Lightning Network optimizes for usability, and together they make an extremely powerful combination for the future of finance. That's all for this episode. Thanks for listening. Until next time, keep upgrading.